God has many attributes, but one attribute stands out and is repeated over and over again in the scriptures, and that is the merciful nature of God. In this series on mercy, I will share with you my reflections on God's loving mercy from the perspective of the Jewish culture to the impact of the Babylonian exile on Israel down to the Gospel of St. Luke, the Evangelist to the Gentiles. Welcome to the podcast series on God's mercy. Welcome to the third and last part of our discussion about God's mercy based on Exodus 34, verse 6 to 7. And just like in our two previous discussion, we will try to better understand the different attributes of God's mercy from the Hebrew perspective with the help of some reflections from the Selikrot, the Jewish collection of poetries and prayers invoking the kind mercy of the Lord. Let us now hear the last part of Exodus 34, verse 6 to 7. God, forgiver of iniquity, willful sin and error, and who cleanses. First, it is revealed to us that God is the forgiver of iniquity, or in Hebrew, nosei avon. Iniquity entails living a life that is not congruent with God's standard of righteousness. Where there is cheating, violence, abuse, dishonesty, cruelty and the like, there is iniquity. But this particular verse from Exodus 34 announces that God is willing to forgive even the cheater, the violent, the abuser, the dishonest, and the cruel sinner so long as he or she repents from being so. This reveals us two things. One, that God is capable of such an extraordinary act of forgiveness, and that two, His mercy is ready to take effect as long as there is room, even the tiniest opening or crack, to welcome and receive it. This also shows us the value of repentance, and not the kind that is based on fear and pride causing us to move away from God, but the one that is based on trust and love, the one that moves us to be sad because of our bad choices and be more confident in the mercy of God. It is also revealed to us that God is the forgiver of willful sin, or in Hebrew, Pesha. Pesha literally means missing the goal or the target. Pesha could also mean transgression, or a betrayal of trust. This brings us back to the Genesis story when Adam and Eve willfully chose to disobey God. And uh, God, instead of condemning them to the consequences of their choice, which is death, promised them a savior. The one we betrayed is the one who will save us from the consequences of our wrong choices. I mean, if that's not real love, I don't know what it is. This also reveals to us how God responds to human choices and situation. 
God sees things from a different perspective and His wisdom is so mysterious. And it is also revealed to us that God understands even recklessness, thoughtlessness, and apathy in someone who sins, which in Hebrew, Be-ha-ata. This is the human condition. Our judgment, our discernment is innately clouded. We make such bad choices in life. Sometimes it often leads us to the messiest of places. And God fully understands this and gives us time to learn and to convert. Lastly, it is revealed to us that God is the one who cleanses. Remember in the book of the Apocalypse when the angel described the, vic the victorious people dressed in white garments? He said that their clothes were washed by the blood of the Lamb. This image of washing or cleansing is often repeated in the Hebrew culture because it is symbolic of the holiness of God and the ungodliness of man. This ungodliness is the sinfulness in our hearts. And this image of cleansing is so important because God intends to unite himself with his people, to dwell with his people, which is our final end. And God achieved this for us by offering His own Son, Jesus, by whose blood we are cleansed and made white as snow. Again, the concept of repentance is a key element here because God cleanses those who come to be washed, those who are saddened by their sin and receives God's salvation through His Son. God does not force us. He patiently waits for our return. I would like to end with the Lord Jesus, God's own beloved Son. God's revelation of who He is in the Old Testament comes into full circle when in the New Testament He sent His Son, Jesus, true God and true man, the God who came to dwell with us, touching us with his human hands, speaking to us in human voice, sharing our human joys and pain. He is the light who came to bring an end to our blindness. He was the perfect man who fulfilled the covenant we couldn't keep. He was the man who was able to really hit the target. In Exodus 34, God revealed himself to us using words that describe his loving mercy, how mercy and love is the core of his being. Then, through Christ, he showed to us the face of his mercy, his loving mercy made flesh. May God bless us all. Thank you for listening. 
This podcast is a personal initiative of mine and my desire to bring God wherever His people are. I believe that the more we talk about God, the more we bring Him into our consciousness, the more we are reminded that He is real and He is ever close to each one of us. My prayer is that you discover Him personally, by yourself, and see that what He wants is nothing but happiness for you. God bless us all. Shout out to all our listeners from the U.S., particularly from Ohio, Washington, Texas, and New Jersey, and from Hessen and Tübingen, Germany, and of course, the Philippines. Thank you for your support. Dankeschön. Maraming salamat po.